0: You're listening to Her Stories, hosted by Sevi Petris. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Senior Housing Her Stories, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of women who found careers in senior housing. Joining us live from Austin, Texas, at the SLIF conference, Senior Living Innovation Forum, I've messed that name up multiple times. Thank you to Michael Owens and his incredible team for a great couple of days. Joining us live in a shortened, shortened episode today, because we are all trying to hit airplanes on the way out, is Kimberly Black King. Thank you, Kimberly, for joining us and squeezing us in. I know um, we've all got like planes to meet and and flights to get on. So, Kimberly, tell our listeners,
1: where have you currently arrived in your career? <laughs> Thank you, Seve. Um, First of all, thank you for doing this. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. So I am um, at Volunteers of America National Services. So Volunteers of America, we call it Phones for short, mm-hmm. um, is a nonprofit organization. Um, we have two lines of business. One is affordable housing development. So we develop, own, and operate affordable housing for seniors and families. We've got... Um, Um, Rolled up with our affiliate partners, we have about 500 properties, over 40 states, um, Puerto Rico, and the District of Columbia. Cool. Um, And that's about 23,000 units. Wow, that's a lot. Um, Yeah, it's a lot. And about 70% of that is senior housing. Mm -hmm. Um, The other side of our business is senior living, Mm -hmm. and we have... Um, About 40 senior programs Mm -hmm. um, that includes everything from adult daycare, PACE programs, um, home community living, and Independent living, assistant living, and skilled nursing and memory care. So we have about um, 2,500 units in our senior living. That's a
0: lot of units. Yes, that is a lot of programs. That's Stephanie. a lot, Wow. A- so
1: how long have you been in this position? So I've been in. So I've been at Volunteers of America for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I came there as our um, to oversee our real estate development mm-hmm. on the affordable housing side, mm-hmm. um, and more recently, I stepped into. The role of interim chief operating officer in October of last year. So now I'm overseeing both our housing and healthcare operations. Oh, so that's just like no big deal, right? (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. Just a
0: small task, right? Exactly. No big deal. Where are you located out of? Where is your where the corporate office is at?
1: So our housing operations are based in Alexandria, Virginia. Okay. And our healthcare operations are headquartered in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Okay. All right. Excellent.
0: Well, that is quite interesting and uh, and um this is our first time meeting yes. so i am very passionate about finding ways to provide affordable senior housing from the continuum throughout the continuum of care it's a big issue as you're probably Absolutely. outrageously aware and something as an industry that we really need to focus on more so I'm very excited to hear that um that you and your organization are are focusing on that so um, Stephanie, if you don't mind, how did you get into senior housing? I mean, it sounds like you may have a real estate background if you were started there five years ago in real estate development side. So what brought you into senior housing?
1: Right. So, um... I have spent my entire career in affordable housing development and uh, more broadly, community revitalization um, and working in um, distressed communities um, that were um, um, under-invested in Mm -hmm. and um, figuring out not only the bricks and mortar through the housing to bring to that community, but um, what are some of the adjacent sectors that really need focus um, and delivery to communities for us to really see a community thrive Um, and that hands down is always access to healthcare. Mm -hmm. um so you know working with you know there's also employment there's also education Mm -hmm. and we have uh so much research that supports adverse health outcomes Mm -hmm. in our um, more challenged communities Mm -hmm. um so there's always been through my work on revitalization revitalizing communities a focus on how do we also have improved health outcomes Mm -hmm. so i've done that so my career started um Um, with a um, large national developer that really focused on um, bringing partners and stakeholders to the table to address the larger community issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just continued through there. So I've been in the industry um, together for 25-ish years mm-hmm. um, and, um, and progressively through my career, more intentionally um, paired it with some of those adjacent sectors, healthcare, mm-hmm. um, employment and education being the, being the biggest ones. Um, so when the opportunity came, um, five years ago for me to, um, sort of formalize that more intentionally Mm -hmm. by joining an organization, um, like Volunteers of America with such, um, a high, um, you know, mission component, Mm -hmm. um, that also just, you know, really, we, um, view ourselves as servant leaders. Mm -hmm. Um, it was really the excellent opportunity for me to pair something that seemed very natural. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'll give you an example um, about, um, you know, how obvious it is once you really start thinking about the connection um, and innovation necessary between housing and health care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we um, on the housing development side, we would partner with. Um, our banks, our lenders, Mm -hmm. our third-party advisors, and we didn't think naturally about um, some of the partners that um, we would have an extension to. So um, uh, I had a conversation with um, staff from AARP, Mm -hmm. and we partnered to do a demonstration in our independent senior rental units Mm -hmm. um, with Alexis, Mm -hmm. and this was to... um, Um, impact the adverse impact from social isolation Mm -hmm. just before COVID Mm -hmm. and I'm like this makes all the sense in the world Mm -hmm. like we want to get our seniors out so we worked with property management and Alexa sends these little um um communications to the seniors it says oh your mail is here right or oh you know it's time for senior yoga Mm -hmm. and that engagement helps us um Um, get cute uh, seniors out Mm -hmm. and the you know it's just basically you know wellness proactive Mm -hmm. measures for wellness Mm -hmm. Um, and that seemed like such a natural um, partnership that didn't before before we sat down at the table it was like oh AARP hmm how will we partner with them right so um, and it informed our design side of the world as we started to introduce Wi-Fi beyond our common areas Mm -hmm. um, but making sure that we had Wi-Fi. Throughout our buildings for that in preparation yep. for, for the future, exactly, and how our residents would live and experience life in our communities. Um, and so pairing that on the healthcare side as I'm working in our licensed facilities, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's just an amazing connection. So um, and and the opportunity that I have to um really provide um um guidance to our operations that will impact the number of people that we're able to serve in our in our communities. So I
0: have to ask um, primarily because it's all you know it's a it's a passion of mine within the industry and I speak out quite frequently about providing figuring out ways to provide more affordable housing and it seems that now we're we're switching this to now try to say attainable housing versus affordable (laughs) and we need to have a shift I think in our industry because I do think that the Affordable has a tendency to like be lumped in with low income, right. which generally means Medicaid, mm-hmm. and we do Medicaid mm-hmm. as well. So, for you, I'm, I'm curious because I think a lot of times that people think not for profits don't make money, mm-hmm. and not for profits like just their job is to, to show a red line at the end of the mm-hmm. month or year, right? Mm-hmm. It, is that the, true?
1: No. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, it's so funny. I've never seen that anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. So it's um, sometimes um, people say, well, you know, we're a nonprofit Mm -hmm. and this is the global we. So I have a lot of peers that, you know, we do peer exchange with. And, well, you know, our role here is... Um, to make sure that this happens, that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that we have, because we're mission oriented. Um, I think we often come to the table as a trusted partner mm-hmm. to help advance certain initiatives and give feedback. Mm-hmm. But. We are a business. Of course. And every nonprofit is a business and really should operate as a business. Yep. Um, And that is one of our, I see that as um, one of our duties Mm -hmm. so that we can expand the number of people that we need to serve. Yep. So um, there is no mission if there's no money.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'm curious then, so for your um, licensed assisted living, because I do think that that is really where the difficulty our industry as a whole, is getting their arms around how are we going to provide, you know, actual license-assisted living to our our seniors who are in this like middle market mm-hmm. range, like so not low income at the Medicaid. We're talking, you know, probably less than sixty-five thousand dollars a year of income. Somebody who has a a pension and medic and their yep. social security check is maybe sixteen hundred dollars a month or seventeen hundred dollars a mm-hmm. month, right? And we know the cost of labor, the cost of capital, et cetera, et cetera you know, are you looking at those? I mean, what are your averages that you're looking at and and, and able to, you know, are you you also not able to serve that?
1: So um, that is definitely a challenge and a part of the market, a piece of the market that we have to figure out how to crack that nut together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the panel yesterday um, that you were on, and, and thank you for highlighting that several times on, the, on your panel, great job there. Um, but I love that you um, all talked about um, potential partnerships yep. and you know trying to do that. Um, so first there's the awareness and the openness to, Absolutely. okay, we really need to have a commitment here, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm passionate about this work because I truly believe that everybody should have high quality health care. hundred um, percent. It is, um, it's, you know, borderline criminal for us not Absolutely. to have that option for everyone. So yeah, we shouldn't we- have to be
0: desolate correct and, and expand all of your resources
1: correct to exactly. be able to have an option exactly exactly and so i look at a lot of people who um you know they you know some people are able to really plan well for retirement mm-hmm. um and live their best life yeah that's great um and others are you know figuring out after working so many years how will I manage this? Yep. Right, and um, and it takes a you know um, a contribution of many resources, mm-hmm. and you know oftentimes from children, and mm-hmm. so it becomes a strain. Um, and so it is. We really, as an industry, have to come together and figure this out. Um, and it really circles back to a lot of the things that we've been discussing over the last couple of days. And um, how do we? We have to be. Able, we have to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. um and um to be able to reduce our cost mm-hmm. so that we can have a price point yep that will allow those people access. Um and you know that goes into well how do we use mm-hmm. artificial intelligence mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. to you know eliminate a portion of not people mm-hmm. but make us more efficient. So if we can get um, things like, okay, give me all of the challenges that are facing, you know, senior living Mm -hmm. marketing strategies in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. if we can get that produced in 30 seconds Mm -hmm. versus through AI versus someone spending two days on that, yep. then that frees up that person's time to do something else. Absolutely. Um, and so really how are we using data mm-hmm. that really drives us towards more efficiency, mm-hmm. um, perhaps other product lines mm-hmm. that impacts our revenue um, so that we can create the margin that we need mm-hmm. to serve that population. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have that figured out yet, but that is definitely something that we are hyper-focused on.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree. I mean. I, I love when people have said it can't be done. I'm like, it just we haven't figured it out yet. Correct. I, I just cannot accept that it can't be done. Right. Can't just right. isn't really it's not a it's word just in my not vocabulary. A hundred percent. And
1: if you think about all the things that we've accomplished as an industry and then let's just broaden that to as a country Mm -hmm. I mean there's really nothing that we can't do we're so highly resourced absolutely and we can do it I um, think back to the pandemic Mm -hmm. and the beginning of it and when we went remote Mm -hmm. so we went remote in um, like the beginning of March for two weeks Mm -hmm. and it was like oh okay we huddled senior team Mm -hmm. we're going remote for two weeks Um, and this was you know obviously um, our Facility staff experienced this very differently mm-hmm. um, but and came through like heroes. Um, but the corporate staff was, okay, we're going to be remote. Let's figure out how we do our work for a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. we know what a couple of weeks turned into. Oh, yeah. And no one – I can't count the number of people that said this will never happen mm-hmm. because, you know, the the world can't shut down. Right. Like everybody can't be – I mean, I think I probably and, said it myself. Yeah. I re- exactly, right? Like this can't be uh, have a global impact mm-hmm. that we're – But look what happened, and look how we prevailed through. Now, I think there's a lot of things that we will learn, Mm -hmm. you know, when we really research this point in time. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, to the point of, there's nothing that we really can't adapt to and figure out. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we just really need to have that commitment, and we look forward to partnering with you on that. Yeah, right, absolutely, and and that's really what it is. And I, I think that that. Isn't
0: going to get solved by one company alone. I think that it is putting together our 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 big brains as a as a group, and and then and it isn't just an opportunity for one company, Mm -hmm. right? This is a this is an opportunity for our industry,
1: right? Exactly from many
0: many many perspectives. But Mm -hmm. I do think the collaboration is going to have to come not just from us as operators. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to come from investors. Mm -hmm. It's going to have to come from also the government. Like we're going to have to have a massive combination of collaboration to make it work, because there just isn't one specific area to say, well, if we could just cut this here, then it makes sense. Because I also think we're going to have to have some collaboration from a state perspective. Mm -hmm. There's going to have to be a little bit of give and pull on those regulations Mm -hmm. as well to either utilize, take full utilization of technology, which some Mm -hmm. states don't, like, it it, it really hasn't caught up with yet. right? And so I I think it's going to have to be a whole new mind shift, Mm -hmm. because we have to, we have to... We're never gonna be able to come with a new solution if we keep thinking about it and approaching it the same way we always have. Exactly,
1: exactly, yes. And I think government, I think the states, um, the regulatory environment will have a huge role here Mm -hmm. um, in thinking about how we bill, what we're able to bill for. Mm -hmm. um, That will be um, a partnership that absolutely, that private, I'm not sure if it was you that someone mentioned the um, private partner, um, public partnerships that that will be required, don't you? (laughs) So, absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. Yes. So, um, you and I could talk about this topic. I feel like and have a separate two-hour podcast just about this, which I might want to do a follow-up <laughs> with since this one was shortened. Um, but in the essence of time, Stephanie. So, Kimberly. Oh, I'm sorry, jeez. I looked at somebody that said stuff. That's what happens when I look out there. Sorry, Kimberly. <laughs> jeez, I look- somebody walked by, this. Stephanie. Okay, so Kimberly, in the essence of time, when we're looking back at your career. And um, starting in development, real estate, focusing on probably sound a little bit more like multifamily affordable mm-hmm. kind of across the gambit, mm-hmm. and then led more into something more specifically for seniors, started working with volunteers of America um, in their development primarily, but across their all the the different ranges. Mm-hmm and then recently had um, more of an opportunity to step up into a role focusing on not just the development, but then also the operations of even licensed assisted livings that are focused on your senior communities. When you're looking back at all of those pieces, probably understanding that you didn't necessarily um, set out to be serving seniors, but that it really spoke to you from that mission perspective and really trying to solve for a a major problem in our, in our, not just our country, but within our industry and trying to piece together how important healthcare outcomes are with your housing situation. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at all of that, um, what do you think is your superpower?
1: Oh, wow. Um, So that's a a huge question. And, and, you know, um, being I like to consider myself super humble. So it's always hard to think about what your superpower Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think it is probably um, perspective Mm. from um, all of those certain um, those roles that I've, I've held mm-hmm. in the industry, mm-hmm. um, the crossover between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so thinking about perspective, mm-hmm. um, you know, working for, you know, um, a, a, a Fannie Mae, mm-hmm. um, large finance, um, perspective, um, working for a developer, mm-hmm. you know, real estate is real estate. So mm-hmm. really being able to look at our, um, our real estate from, um, that th- through that lens, mm-hmm. um, working with, you know, some of the best operators that mm-hmm. are, you know, out there, um, and so I think you know, really having that um, that um, broad perspective helps me think about it um, more holistically and approach it from um, uh, aspects that you know are innovative and new. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it is a, a tremendous superpower because if we get too stuck in our ruts. We can't see that big picture, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a I think that's a really awesome superpower. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, I I, I do not want to keep you from your appointment. We are one minute within our time frame, so thank you for for making time thank to you, speak Sammy, with me for today. Inviting me. This is great. I'm so excited, and I'm outrageously excited to have you be a part of our industry. And thank I you. feel like we can figure this out together. Thank you, thank awesome. you, and
1: thank you for her stories. I mean, this is very important. Um, we talked a little bit about DEI mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of days, but not as much. As, mm-hmm. as we could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy that you're also bringing that um, to the table so that we can see um, thinking about perspective mm-hmm. and that superpower. It's really important to have all of those voices at the table as we think about how we address these challenges um, that will ensure that we have the best products um, and solutions out there. So oh, thank you.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for bringing that up because that is a huge thing that I think we could improve upon and within our industry in particular. So thank yes. you. Thank you so right. much. Great. Well, and thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on another episode of Senior oh, Housing Stories.
1: Thank you for listening to Her Stories with Sevi Petris. Subscribe now to receive a notification when we release our next episode. Also, be sure to leave us a review so we know how to serve our listeners better. And tune in next week for the latest episode of Her Stories Senior Housing.